Welcome to Baby Boomer Tales. My name is Jim. I want to thank you all for riding along today. Let's get right into this. I have always been a network TV guy instead of cable. That's getting a little hard to do anymore. Not much on TV that I care for and I've kind of migrated over to cable and streaming. I do that more all the time. If they didn't insult my intelligence with an ordinary foul language, they would get more of me. I'm not going to willingly subject myself to that. I'd rather read a book or listen to a podcast. Our television volume one, episode 72, went through 1955 through the 60s. Episode 109, Volume 2, went all the way through the 1970s. So here we are in the 1980s. I will do the top three shows of that season, every season through the 1980s. And then I'm going to put one other show that's not ranked in the top three in there, just to round it out, give you an idea of what was out there a little bit. So let's get started. The 1980 through 81 television season. The number one show was Dallas. Remember JR? Number two show was The Dukes of Hazard. The number three show was 60 Minutes. And the number 10 show that season was Little House on the Prairie. Paul and Half Pint, Manly, all those people. The 1981 through 82 television season, once again, the number one show was Dallas. The number two show was 60 Minutes. And the number three show was The Jeffersons. The Jeffersons was a spinoff of All in the Family featuring George Jefferson. He is a piece of work, I'll tell you that. Very funny show. Number 10 show that year, was One Day at a Time. I believe Valerie Bertinelli was in that one. The 1982 through 83 season, the number one show was 60 Minutes. The number two show was Dallas. The number three show, there was a tie between MASH and Magnum P.I. featuring Tom Selleck. The number nine show that year, The Love Boat. The love boat. You don't want me to sing that to you. I know. I know. I wouldn't want me to sing it to you either. So let's keep going here. The 1983 through 1984 television season. The number one show, they rallied a little, was Dallas. Number two, 60 Minutes. The number three show that year was Dynasty. I don't know whatever happened to the sitcoms during this era. The number 23 show, though, we'll bring one in for you, Newhart. It wasn't the Bob Newhart show where he was a psychologist in Chicago. This, he was married to Mary Fran, and they owned a lodge up in Vermont. Also had Peter Scolari, Julia Duffy, and Tom Poston. It was a funny show. I really liked it. Hello, my name is Daryl. This is my brother Larry, mother brother Larry. 
Or was it, hello, I'm Larry. This is my brother Daryl, my other brother Daryl. Daryl and Larry, Larry and Daryl. I'm not sure which was which. Now, I know I could have looked it up. I, I could have. Maybe I should have. But why? Why? Really, why? Larry, Daryl, Daryl and Daryl, Larry and Larry. Moving on. 1984 through 1985 television season. Number one show, Dynasty. Number two show, Dallas. Number three show, and the great return of the sitcom, The Cosby Show. Old Cliff Huxtable. Who'd ever thunk? Number 30 show, ranked number 3-0 that year, Hill Street Blues. 1985 through 86 television season, the number one show, The Cosby Show. This starts a long run of number ones for Bill Cosby and that great cast of characters. Number two, Family Ties. We see Michael J. Fox in that one. Number three, Murder, She Wrote. And the number nine show that year, Miami Vice. They alone were responsible for all the males in America going with a three or four day beard. 1986 through 87 television season. The number one show that year, again, is The Cosby Show. Number two, again, is Family Ties. And the number three show is Cheers. So the great American sitcom has returned in force. The number five show that season was Golden Girls. 1987 through 88. The number one show, I sound like a broken record, and I will through the rest of the decade, The Cosby Show. Number two, a spinoff of The Cosby Show, starring Lisa Bonet in the first season, A Different World. She went off to college. Number three, Cheers, where everybody knows your name, Norm. And the number 12 show, Moonlighting. 1988 through 89 television season, the number one show, of course, is The Cosby Show. We all did not grow tired of The Cosby Show, I'll tell you that. By the time the 88-89 season came, they were going stronger than ever. Number two, again, upstart, Roseanne. Number three, A Different World. And the 22nd place show that year, one of my all-time favorites, The Wonder Years. Now, have you seen The New Wonder Years? It is different. It's not a bad show, but nothing can ever compare to the iconic Kevin and Winnie and Paul and their adventures growing up in suburbia America. I just got done watching that on Hulu. I sat down and I watched all six, I believe, six seasons of it. I'd watch about one a day. And when it was over, I just wanted to do it again. I love that show. 1989 through 1990 television seasons to end up the decade of the 80s. Number one show that season, The Cosby Show. Number two, Roseanne. Number three, Cheers. And number 19, In the Heat of the Night.
a takeoff of the famous movie. Television's changed a lot since the 1980s. As I said, I'm having a hard time finding a show that I can watch. Well, there are a few, but more and more, I don't watch any network TV. There are nights after nights. Now, I do use a DVR, and I'll watch some of these shows. If it was recorded on a Monday, I might watch it on a Tuesday or a Wednesday if there's nothing on TV for me that night. Whatever. Yeah, I know. Good life, Jim. Did you ever run across this experience? You talk with someone that you don't know on the telephone. For whatever reason, business or a friend of a friend had them call you for whatever reason or something. Anyway, you carry on a conversation. And through the conversation, you kind of build a mental picture of what that person's like. What they look like. What color their hair is, if their hair is long or short. You may even picture their color of their eyes. I don't know. How they dress, how they handle themselves, like how they walk, all that stuff. Maybe some of the faces they make as they're speaking. If they wipe their lips with their finger, scratch their nose, whatever, you know. Little traits people do. And you get that picture in your mind. Maybe you talk to them two or three times. Now that solidifies how you have them pictured. And then one day you do meet. And you're shocked. You're absolutely flabbergasted as this person looks and acts. Maybe even smells a totally different way than what you had pictured. It is a weird phenomena that I'm sure that more people than I have experienced over the years. I am really guilty of it. Even if I'm trying to talk to tech support or something, I put that person in a mental picture. I guess so while I talk with them, I can, you know, have a conversation with somebody in my mind. I don't know. I've done it forever since I can remember, though. Well, anyway, I said all that to say this. Some of you have seen my video cast now. We try to do it every other Thursday. Once in a while, we have skipped a Thursday and do it the following Thursday. But on Thursdays, we have our video cast, and then it's put out there that you can watch any day forever, kind of like a podcast. Anybody that's listened to my podcast for three years, I didn't do the first video cast till after episode 157. 157 episodes, one a week for three years, basically, of my podcast before I put out this video. And really, I have not put my face or my actions or anything out there at all, really. I have a picture of me as a child as my Facebook profile picture, and I don't like to show a lot of pictures of myself, maybe on my personal Facebook page, but not my Baby Boomer Tales Facebook page. And all of a sudden, here I am, talking and carrying on. You know how I do. You can see that video on our Twitter page, or like I said, Facebook, Baby Boomer Tales page, on our YouTube channel. So if you're a long-time listener of our podcast, or only heard one or two of them, you've already got me pictured as this handsome dude that's, you know, just got out of the gym, 
heck of a specimen for a 71-year-old fart. Saunter in, kind of walking better than John Wayne. Sit down, take control of the room for y'all to sit still and listen. Well, you got another think coming. I'll tell you that right now. Now, I don't think I'm too ugly, and I've kind of taken care of myself over the years. And I'm pretty darn strong for a guy my age. And that's basically, I think, because of the lifestyle I live out here in the country. If I was a limp dish rag, I wouldn't be able to do some of the stuff I have to do out here. Gosh, I try to pick up a, about an eight-foot willow branch that I cut off of a willow tree. And that sucker's maybe 10 inches across. I like to never got it in my truck. That sucker weighed as much as me. Well, not really. I'm exaggerating, which I've been known to do here or there. But you know what I mean? I'm not like you think I look. Shoot. Sometimes when I look in the mirror in the morning when I first get up, it kind of makes me startled and I jump back. Whatever. I'm glad the munchies didn't bomb the show today. I photobombed a picture at one of my granddaughter's birthday parties the other day. That was fun. Her and a bunch of her friends were doing a selfie, and I popped right in there, arms a-flailing, flashing the peace sign, mouth wide open, right in back of them. And I got captured. I did. Every once in a while, you can step back and see yourself in your actions around others. If what you see is a kind person that's compassionate and caring about others, then just put a smile on your lips and carry on, my friend. I'll be back next Wednesday. Thank you very much for riding along today. It means more than you'll ever know. If you like our podcast, all I ask is that you share it. That'll mean the world to me. It really will. Peace out. May I have this dance? You look lovely this evening. It's funny. I imagine you were a brunette. What is that fetching perfume you are wearing? I thought it would be like wisteria. My, you are taller than I had pictured. Your smile is lovely, that's for sure. Oh, I really didn't know. Couldn't even have imagined it. I am quite flabbergasted, really. But it is lovely. I've never known a girl named Mabel before.